You are listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. Are you a skeptic? Do you believe just because everybody else believes? I don't know if you've heard that, that saying, God said it, I believe it, and that settles it. Um, maybe you've said that yourself. I, we're going to talk about that more in the days to come. But I believe that we need to really think through what we say to other people, because in the process of saying something like that, we can really disregard somebody's experience, what somebody is going through. And so that's sort of what this show is about, is not only how we can have the confidence of what we believe, but how to evangelize those persons who are struggling with these questions and how do I possibly give them an answer? The truth of the matter is I find very few people who believe that God does not exist. I mean, when you think about it, any, anytime somebody's in trouble, all of a sudden they're praying to God that something will change. I think the question really is more not if God exists, but if God exists, does he really care? I mean, what's his objective? Because when I look at everything going on, sometimes I fail to see where God is involved. I don't know if you've ever seen the comedian um, uh, who talks about the different ways that people view God. Uh, one is like this boss ordering around his angels that are somewhat incompetent. Uh, there's another who's this grandfather type of God who's senile but wants to give us whatever we want. Um, some people see God as this judge and they fear him. Uh, you see, the way we experience our life has a huge impact on the way that we see God. But God really isn't limited to our self-experience. So what do I do when somebody asks me, how did this happen? I mean, how is it that when I watch the news that somebody might be on there saying, praise the Lord, he spared us from this storm, and right next door, perhaps a family lost their life in that tornado? Or what do we do with the fact that children are being abused at this very moment? How did God spare some of us? Why do some people have to go through that pain and others don't? Where is God in all that? And, and why doesn't God just end all these wars? That we're, why can't we have, in fact, world peace? Is God too busy? Is he sleeping? Perhaps he's going to the bathroom. You might remember that challenge that Elijah gave to the prophets of Baal when they're on the top of Mount Carmel. And uh, he says, you know, go ahead and call down your God. And they're slitting their, their wrists and they're yelling and screaming to try to call down their God upon the sacrifice. And uh, Elijah just says, no, perhaps he can't quite hear you. And then Elijah prays and the fire falls and the sacrifice is consumed, and he wins the argument. But what happens when you've put the sacrifice there, and you've called down on God, you haven't, not slitting your wrists, or you're not yelling and screaming, or maybe you are, and God's not answering? What do we do then? Well, there's this one question about, you know, the protected him, or, you know, but not her argument, um, and it really goes back to Genesis chapter 1. 
uh, in that verse too, when it says, after God created the heavens and the earth, says the earth was without form, it was empty, and darkness covered the face of the waters, but the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the deep. There's this idea that chaos is, is, is intrinsic in creation, but that God still hovers over these waters that are somewhat chaotic. And sometimes he'll, he'll, he'll say, let there be light, and uh, he'll separate the seas from the land. He'll fill the earth with good things. But sometimes the chaos remains because we've allowed it. Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.